Smith, welcome in. It is the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. However, 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 Darren, we are. Are we cheating on our wife tonight? Not, I, I guess. Is that. I, I don't know. Are we cheating on our wife? And I, are we I admitting will, to it? Well, listen, I don't know that we're cheating on our wife. Maybe that's a little dramatic, Jordan. Uh, but we are definitely flirting with another woman. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You get a couple drinks in us. It, it tends to happen. We are taping a podcast from modern times in my old hood. We're in, we're in Point Loma. They have several locations. We're in the Point Loma one, the OG if you will, for modern times. A beautiful spot. They make really good beer as well. Not as good as Three Punk Ales, but they, make, they do make good beer. That's my first time here. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that. All the goals games you've attended, you have not come here before? Right. I've not ever made it over here. Now, I've made it to a different brewery in this vicinity, but I've not made it to this one. This is my very first time tonight. By the way, it is great to see you. Ciao, Darren. Let us not just jump right into the podcast and start flirting with other women and all that other sort of chatter. But it is great to see you. The podcast has been terrible without you. <laughs> it's, it looked like it didn't exist without me. It just, we couldn't upload it. We, <laughs> we just, we couldn't get the podcast off the ground in your absence. So we're glad you're back so that people will actually listen to this podcast. Fair enough. I did, uh, I did my best to try to post some things from Italy while I was gone. Darren, I posted a picture of Cristiano Ronaldo in his underpants. And that was just for you. I was that was really just for you. I we put it out for everyone, but because if it's one thing the world hasn't seen enough of, <laughs> it's CR7 in his underpants. Yes, and so we uh, we gave people who follow follow our Instagram page another opportunity to see Ronaldo wearing underpants. Yeah, posted uh, what I really enjoyed posting. Now that we're talking about this subject, Aaron is just wandering around what whatever town I may have been in. And this happened in Rome, it happened in the Cinque Terre, and it happened in Florence. You kind of just wander around and you're going to run into a soccer pickup game somewhere. Like, it's, it's going to happen. Whether it's adults or whether it's kids, like, you're bound to just stumble into one of these. And I did so in pretty much every single city we visited in Italy. So it was fantastic. You know, can I, uh, and that's a, such a great point that you make. Isn't it so different to go to countries where soccer is number one? You know, I, I, I just haven't gotten back from Spain and gone through Champions League and Madrid, going up to Basque Country, seeing in San Sebastian the new stadium, and then watching Real Sociedad open up that stadium, Anoeta, over the weekend where they beat Atletico Madrid. Like, isn't it just phenomenal to be in a place where they eat, drink, sleep, breathe soccer all the time? Now, maybe one day, maybe one day. I doubt it, but it is really something else to know that every single day part of the news cycle, Jordan, is what's going on in soccer. Yeah, it was fun just to stumble into all these pickup games. And I thought the beautiful part was, and this was referenced on our Instagram page, they just you just need like a couple boxes. Like there's a couple cardboard boxes on yeah. the ground, and those were the goals, and that's all you needed. You just needed the ball. You needed uh, some essentially some trash or some recycle. That's all you need. And uh, you square it up, you have yourself some goals, and uh, people were entertained for hours in the lively evenings of Rome. Well, I missed you, buddy. I'm glad you're back. I know you had a phenomenal time, you and the bride, 
heading over to Italy for 10 days, two weeks, what have you. But we're glad you're back. I know the podcast listeners are glad you're back because I get asked every single day, hey, man, like, you just not doing this podcast anymore? Where's Jordan? <laughs> so he's back. And we're at Modern Times. And we should probably get to the point. Why are we here today? We will. We're going to get to that point. But there's one thing I want to bring up before we do. Darren, remember when I went to Barcelona two years ago, I wanted to see a Barcelona match. And I looked at the schedule and Barcelona were on the road when I went. And I was very sad about that until I realized, and I admit that I'm an idiot, so you don't need to tell me. I already know it. I realized they were on the road against the other team that plays in Barcelona. They were playing Espanol. And I just did not connect those dots. And so I had an opportunity to actually go. The same exact thing happened to me in Rome. <laughs> I look up Roma's schedule. Did you know Rome has two teams? I did not. I Honestly, I thought Roma was the team in Rome. I didn't realize there was another club in Rome. I apologize if that is the club you support. Um, I, f I hear it's a lively rivalry. And, in fact, it's a derby that I was recommended I should not have gone to because is, it's too dangerous is that to actually La go to. Lazio? Yes. Yeah. So that's the other team in Rome. I saw Roma were actually scheduled to be on the road, and I thought, all right, bummer. I'm not going to have a chance to see him. First night I'm there, I show up. It's the Derby. <laughs> and I ask around, of course, and they're like, eh, it's probably best you don't go because several people will be stabbed at this match. So we oh, did, nice. Yeah, we did not go. And then uh, <laughs> if you're in Italy, you can toss in some very casual racism, and it's just an average day. And I was, I was two days away um, finishing my trip in Florence, Juve were playing Fiorentina two days after I left. I knew a couple people that are actually going to the match. Uh, so before we get to why we're here with USL, I actually watched some Serie A over the weekend, which was very fun. I actually watched Fiorentina's match against Juve, and uh, that was a scoreless draw. It wasn't the most exciting thing, but it was cool watching it with a different perspective, actually uh, just leaving that town and like seeing where the stadium was. And it's only like 40,000 people. It's not a gigantic stadium in Fiorentina? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was cool. Uh, so do you have an Italian club now? Are you a Serie A guy? No, but I grabbed us a Fiorentina scarf oh. to add to our scarf collection for nice. the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. I like that. Yeah. Just don't grab a Roma one. I'm, I'm still not over that from two Champions Leagues ago. Yeah. So you yeah. can imagine how I feel still about Liverpool. One Champions League. <laughs> well, I, did. yeah. I didn't come home with any of Roma stuff, but we did come home with a new Fiorentina scarf, Darren. Okay, good. I like it. We'll so add it to the collection. We will. We added... Uh, One day when we build the Unnamed Soccer Podcast studios, <laughs> it'll be the most well-decorated studio on the planet. Speaking of scarves, I am holding a USL San Diego scarf that is autographed by Landon Donovan. Very fancy. How'd you get one of those? I got a USL t-shirt that I'm wearing. Well, Darren, I was given this scarf after I placed my deposit for season tickets, which I am officially a season ticket member for USL San Atta Diego. Boy. What do you think about that? Now, wait a minute. When do they start? Because I is it 2020 or is it 2021? Well, Darren, I'm glad you asked because we're here <laughs> at Modern Times, and the announcement today is that uh, San Diego will have a USL team playing in March of 2020. We are less than a year away. We are just months away from San Diego's USL club actually taking the field, taking the pitch, Darren. There will be a supporter section. There will be players. There will be coaches. There will be GMs. We have met a lot of the executives tonight. It is real. They, they are here. They exist. And they're going to begin play March 2020. Yes, uh, first week of March for those that are in San Diego that have been waiting for pro soccer to come here in earnest, whether it was MLS or whether it's been this project. 
We did get the official word about 15, 20 minutes ago. We listened to Warren Smith, one of the co-founders for USL San Diego. And it's still USL San Diego. There is no name yet attached. That will be coming in the next couple of weeks. We were told maybe October, November at the latest. But USL San Diego, it was, well, 2020, 2021. They were approved for expansion. We knew that. They made it official. Six months, Jordan. It's less than six months' time. They have to put together an entire club. We know where they're playing. They're playing on the campus of the University of San Diego. They still have some modifications to make to that stadium because at its current capacity, it's about 6,000. I've been told, just chatting it up here, to expect it somewhere in the neighborhood of 7,200, 7,500 to start. Mm. They still have to find players. They have to find a coach, although I have a feeling that the coach is here, but he's just not official yet, and we'll spend a minute or two on that, I'm sure. But long and short of it is, just to give you the, the most important fact, March of 2020, San Diego, we've got a club, baby. We're in the USL Championship. Yeah, here's what we know. We know they're going to play March 2020. We don't know the name. We don't know the colors. We know what conference they're going to be in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they're in the Western Conference, I would assume. Um, we know they're going to be at Torero Stadium. And Torero Stadium, if you want to talk about the stadium a little bit, I know it's not, it's not the finished product. Like you said, they're going to make a little bit of changes. They're going to try to add a couple more seats here and there. Uh, I'm excited for the environment at Torero Stadium. As someone who's done a couple broadcasts at Torero Stadium pretty recently for USD, um, watching soccer there and seeing fans, how they can walk up to the stadium, um, where they park, the walk up, and then the fact that there's going to be a lot of San Diego beer available in this stadium, I think it's a very nice recipe for soccer fans here in San Diego. Yeah, I think people are really, people who are from San Diego are really going to appreciate the amount of time and energy and effort that everybody associated with USL San Diego has put into researching what it is that's important to San Diegans. And you mentioned the beer, and that's, we're, we're at a brewery, we have a beer from Three Punk Ales, we're going to do our best to make sure that Three Punk Ales <laughs> is included in all the choices that people have but you know, that that's that's just one detail they've done focus group after focus group after focus group they've done online surveys they've gone to different supporters clubs they've gone and and hosted different uh supporters meetings and and bought a lot of beer over the last couple of months to find out what is important to all of you if you are in san diego now this isn't going to make 100 percent of the people happy because you can't do that but man, they have put in a tireless effort just to figure out what it is that people want to see from their club. And as Warren Smith said just about 30, 40 minutes ago, co-founder here, a guy who you should research if you're in San Diego and find out the impact that he had on Sacramento Republic and how he helped create Sacramento Republic, which is on its way to joining Major League Soccer. He said, it's your club. You own it. You own this club. And they are 100% operating by the phrase, loyal to the soil. They want this to be a club that, as I've been told, it will be impossible to move this club out of San Diego. From the name, to the colors, to everything that they are using as data and, and part of the creation of the club, it will be literally impossible to ever move this club out of San Diego which should resonate with sports fans in San Diego, not just soccer fans. So that's the kind of effort that they put into it. They wanted to make sure everybody knew how much they were spending time canvassing the community, not just 
you know, not just hanging out at the Barca bar or not just hanging out at uh, Bluefoot or at uh, watch parties for the U.S. women's national team. They've been up and down this county trying to figure out what's important to people who live here so they can attract as many people as possible and make a great representation for the city of San Diego. And so it sounds like we'll get more information next month in October, what the team name will be, what the colors will be. Um, I'm very excited to see what the supporters group name will be. I'm excited to see everyone involved leading up to March of 2020. So if you look at USL, and if you're not very familiar with this league, like we don't blame you. Not a lot of people are familiar with USL. We know that it's on ESPN+. Plus. Yes, everybody, five bucks a month, ESPN+. Plus. You can watch all of the USL matches. They're all available there. It's, it's easy to learn more about USL if you're interested, and I think a lot of people in San Diego are becoming much more interested in this league now that we have a club in it. So ESPN Plus is exactly what you're going to need to know for broadcasts. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to get San Diego's games. That's where you're going to be able to watch uh, teams that you'll learn to hate like Portland Timbers 2 and the LA Galaxy 2. Yeah, any of the two clubs immediately sink to the bottom of the likability scale for me. Correct. Seriously, like fuck those clubs. Man. Yeah, we don't like them. Orange County, they were affiliated, now they're not affiliated. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever feeder system club. Yeah, you're a feeder system you club. You can't live on your own? Yeah. You can't what, hang on your own? You can't, uh, you're going to make another, change your mind once again? You're going to go back to an affiliation and then leave it again? Like, are you just, what's going on? Commitment issues, Orange County? Is that what we're dealing with? We don't like them. I was looking at road trips. There's some fun road trips to be had if you're a San Diego supporter. Orange County, L.A., Phoenix Rising, uh -huh. Las Vegas oh, has a club. I've been there. Have you ever been to Vegas, Darren? I've been to see the Vegas Lights, Jordan, yes. at Cashman Field. Beautiful. Do you know who the manager of that club is? Winalda. Eric Winalda, who last I checked, he and Landon Donovan, not 100% on the same page about the U.S. Soccer Federation president. So you're telling me that there could be a San Diego taking on Las Vegas with Winalda v. Donovan on the sidelines? Maybe... I think we still have a way to go for Landon to be the manager, the mm. first manager of the USL San Diego club. I think that's still a work in progress from what I was able to pick up. But there could potentially be some fireworks there in the technical area for the managers. Um, I wrote down the cities I'm interested in actually visiting. Orange County, I'm in. LA Galaxy 2 will take you on. I'll go on that road trip. Phoenix Rising, I'm down for that road trip. Drogba. Vegas, definitely in for that road trip. I think uh, a trip to Sacramento to see San Diego take on the Sacramento Republic will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I would agree with that. Although I don't know what, what the actual status of Sacramento Republic is if they get Selected for MLS. Is an MLS like 2022 for them? Are okay, we going to get a couple years in with Sacramento that Republic? That would be the Warren Smith Derby. It would be the Warren Smith Derby. So I wrote them down. I'd be excited. Fresno has a team. I'm going to be honest. I'm not interested in going to Fresno. That's probably a road trip I might skip out on. Okay. You? In the summer? Probably not. I mean, this is a season that goes from March to October. That is the regular season. March to October. 36 teams in 2019 total we're adding to that obviously san diego adding to it but uh two conferences and darren most of these matches are on saturdays a huge majority of these matches on the schedule will be a saturday in san diego where we're watching our european club in the morning at whatever establishment you watch your local oh, yeah. your european club uh for me it's shakespeare's with chelsea for you it's serrano's serrano's taco bar with the uh with the barcelona group so everyone gets to go out watch their european team in the morning and then saturday afternoons or whenever kickoff may be, we get to all come together as San Diegans. By the way, I want to shout out my local Barca Pena since a couple of our representatives showed up tonight. 
Yeah, I saw that. We had the Pena is in the house. Pena's in the house. They watched Champions League earlier and they rolled over here to modern times. Man. Nicely done. We're not gonna talk Where about Where are your Chelsea Ch- fans? Uh there was do you see the Polisic jersey in here? Uh did not. Well, there's a pol- you wouldn't see it on the field for Chelsea. Dortmund or it was Ch- it was number twenty two for Chelsea. He didn't play? He didn't play today, no. At all? No. Huh. Not at all. Interesting. They're saving him for Liverpool this weekend. Interesting. I don't know if that's actually what's happening. I'm just going with it. Okay. In fact, what's really happening is he might be, like, behind a lot of guys on that roster. Oh, you've ruined America's (laughs) third best player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Turns out uh, England's young talent. Is uh, might be better than the U.S.'s young talent. Okay, well, listen, let's focus. That's okay. not what we're talking about on this podcast No, today. fine, we won't talk about that. We're talking about USL San Diego. We're and talking about, about all of our rivals. League. And you know what else we're talking about, Jordan? Because now this is official. Like, they're going to start. They wouldn't have released this unless they got approval from USL that they're going to start in March 2020. Now, I don't know when exactly it is that they do the U.S. Open Cup draw, but like that's a really big deal that the U.S. Open Cup is coming to San Diego. We need a viewing party for that. We need to, to, yeah, we need to go to that. We need, yeah, where is that? Can we stream that? If we can stream it, we'll stream it. And then if it can just happen here in San Diego and we can all get together and drink, then uh, let's do that too. I can't wait to find out. Are we going to play an MLS side? You don't get an MLS side, actually, now that I'm saying this out loud. You need a couple rounds before you actually get to an MLS side. But can you imagine if somehow, some way, USL San Diego got pitted against LA Galaxy? Give us LAFC. That's who I want to take on. Well, I was just thinking for Landon, if Landon's the manager. Well, he's uh, certainly involved in USL San Diego, but how about that? That's a good one. Oh, that could be phenomenal. Yeah. The games against Las Vegas, the ones against the Galaxy. I'm getting it. When does the schedule come out? <laughs> <laughs> I got my season tickets. When does the schedule come out? I That's know, what we, we need to know. We are watching people sign up here at the brewery for season tickets. $50 deposit. I'm sure this will be available online for anybody who wasn't able to make it out here tonight but they are taking deposits to secure your spot so uh that is happening probably about 50 feet away from us yeah that is uh that table has been full throughout the night so people are just coming up it's uh we're taping on a tuesday evening this link is going to be put back up wednesday morning so if you're listening to the podcast wednesday or later you can go to uslsandiego.com slash season tickets and uh, it's a $50 deposit. And then you'll get an email. They'll ask you how many tickets you want. And you can go forward with that if you are interested, which I've already admitted I've already done. I did it on my cell phone as soon as they made the announcement here at Modern Times. And I got my Landon Donovan signed scarf to take home. It just says USL San Diego. We don't know the colors yet. We don't know the team name yet. But we're going to get more USL swag until we actually know what ours looks like. Uh, also tonight, Jordan, here they introduced, not because people I think by now, if you're listening to this and if you're interested in local soccer in USL San Diego, you know who Warren Smith is. You prob- I'm guessing you know Landon Donovan. They introduced some of their other executives. And I will tell you, some of these guys come from such interesting walks of life because how they built their front office, they have employees whose, whose names you might forget. I mean, we could rattle them off if you want and, you know ricardo pete they've they've come here from the clippers the la clippers there's a lot of former nba ticket managers the utah jazz the atlanta hawks i wondered how you were going to build this club and who you were going to hire 
hear and and whether they would just be local names, people that Jordan and I would know because we're in this local sports media. But they've gone out and they've hired some like real, real people from NBA teams, people who have left their jobs, their NBA jobs in other cities to come here to be a part of this. So think what, just think about that. Just think about somebody leaving an NBA job to come here and be part of USL San Diego startup. Like that, that should tell you something about how this club is being constructed. Yeah, how it's being constructed, how it's viewed, the opportunity in San Diego, uh, not just for players, for the team, but for employees to come down. We've met several people who have moved away from their old markets and now have found San Diego as their new home. And uh, obviously it's going to be headlined by Landon Donovan, whether he is the, the head coach manager. Um, that would be the biggest name that people will recognize. But like you said, there's a lot of people coming over to USL San Diego from a bunch of different leagues, a, def- a bunch of different sports all around the country. And uh, they all share something in common, and that is a belief in USL San Diego and where it's going to go and where they're headed. And obviously there was excitement to try to get this done in 2020. Uh, they were going to go full forward with 2021 if that's what it needed to be. But they are able to get everything done that they needed to and get everything lined up that they needed to. And they get to have a lot of fun here at Modern Times and make the official announcement. I'm sure they're feeling really, really good that they can officially finally say, go on the record saying March 2020. It's no longer behind the scenes telling people, listen, I, we, we think it's going to be 2020. We don't want to promise something and then have it not come true. I'm, I'm positive that a lot of people with this club are excited to not have to deal with that anymore, and they can officially say March 2020, San Diego, USL, here we come. That's six months. It's here already. It's six months. You, I mean, you. That's six months before the start of the season. Keep in mind, you got to start training. You got to build a roster. You got to start playing some preseason, some friend. Like, you got to get a schedule. Like, I think the reality is is sinking in here for. It's not just, you know, March is March. Like, this is, this is now a full-time obsession for a lot of people here in town. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to put out a lot of demands, but I will put out one demand for this club. There is a player who isn't seeing the field a lot with his club right now, <laughs> and his name is Christian Pulisic. Yeah. And if he's available, I'm just saying I would be interested in him. Well, I think the least Chelsea could do is at least loan him out. Are we allowed to do that? I don't know if we're allowed to loan people out. Was Chelsea? Well, they're allowed to loan them out. That's true. <laughs> you just can't sign anymore. Right. That's fair enough. Yes. The um, Yeah, not a lot of demands. But if you can find a way to, I mean, Landon Donovan, that's a huge name. That's a big name. But, I mean, if you could get Pulisic on the field, that'd be something else. In all seriousness, it is going to be very exciting to see what they're going to be able to do with a roster. It's going to be exciting to actually look at a roster and see players and see where they came from and how they're going to fit into this club and what the identity of the team is going to be. It's going to be fun to find out not just the identity of the club, but then the identity of the supporters group and the fans that go to Torero Stadium and uh, support the new USL side. I, I should say one thing I don't want to forget. The one thing they have ruled out, just in case anybody who didn't make it here tonight didn't hear it, the one thing they have ruled out as far as a name goes it will not be united. 
Now, they like United because United brings together a lot of different groups and it brings together people from South Bay and people like American outlaws and people who might be going to Tijuana. You know, the Mexican community, the L3 fans and the U.S. national team fans. So United is, is an appropriate term for what it is that they want to build. But they did tell us that they've ruled it out. It will not be United. I heard one of the names, and I'm not going to say it here, which is a really, really shitty thing for me to do. But I heard one of the names that uh, they were really, really interested in. You and I said before you went to Italy. Well, what is it going to be? Is it going to be an FC? Is it going to be an SC? Is it going to be United? Anything but Real. And uh, it sounds like they're going more, you know, like Phoenix Rising. They're they're going that style. Tampa Rowdies. They're going to go uh, with with that kind of thing. Not not necessarily, from what I understand. Now I'm not guaranteeing anything, but it sounds like they're going to pick a name more that style than just the traditional soccer club name that we've heard through the past yeah and when when darren says that's what they're going to do what that means is that's what the feedback has told them right. essentially that's what that's, you guys are, that's are what san diego them. has told them um we don't know i have no idea what the team name is going to be but i i don't know i have absolutely zero idea i it, just know that there was one name that they really really liked and they ran into some sort of copyright situation so but but the based on what i was was told like it's it's much more that style yeah. than it is you know real whatever san diego united something right. like that yeah and it was a uh, warren jokingly said it on the stage tonight with how many different names has that have been actually thrown their way that we can't be united there are just so many different we're coming from so many different directions we're anything but united when it comes to this um, so it was pretty funny on the stage with the announcement, but United has been ruled out. We'll see what the actual team name and colors will be in October. And, um, there's, they still want to hear, they still want people to feel, uh, fill out those surveys and reach out to them and tell them what you want the team name to be and those colors. So if you haven't done that yet, uh, still reach out They're They're listening. Trust me. They're listening for sure. And, um, they're it's getting a lot of good feedback best. on it. I mean, they, it's amazing how much they've listened to the people of San Diego. And I kept telling people this, you know, because you and I have worked in sports radio for a long time. I kept saying to people, listen, I, it doesn't matter that you like soccer. You should fill out their survey because this is a professional sports team coming to town that's representing San Diego. So tell them what's important to you so that at least when they do it, even if you hate soccer, at least they do it in a way that's appealing to you and a way that doesn't embarrass you. You know, so like, I, I don't know how many times in life you ever get that opportunity to play that kind of role in a professional sports team. So take the opportunity to do that sort of stuff. So I hope a lot of people did that. Again, like I said, if you're listening to a soccer podcast, it's because you like soccer. But I kept encouraging people who were not inclined to like soccer at all, just do it. Like, it's a pro sports team, and you get to be part of the process? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you get to be part of the process, and then – I have a feeling once you get a lot of those fans to show up and experience it for the first time, they're going to be blown away with what the atmosphere will be, what the group will be like, the, the buildup, and then how much support is just in on San Diego as a community itself. That will just be showing through the players, through the employees, all the way to the beer selection at Torero Stadium. So there's a lot of things to look forward to. There's a lot of things that have yet to be defined, but really the exciting part about it is that the San Diegans, the, the, the supporters are the ones that are going to define a lot of it. They're going to define the group. They're going to define the name. Uh, San Diegans being asked what the team name should be, what the colors should be. Like San Diegans are defining what the club's going to represent. So I think having that control in, in, the, 
in the process leading up to this announcement of March 2020 is just so cool. Yeah. Yeah, they've done it well. They've done it really, really well. But now they're on the clock. Yes. And uh, have you felt? Have you filled it out? Are you officially a season ticket holder yet? Because not yet. We need to. We need to get Darren on board with that. We need a refill on our beers. And um, I think I kind of want to just go back out there and start hanging out with all the uh, fellow soccer fans here in San Diego, Darren. Well, for anybody who was here, great to see you. For anybody who missed it, we will definitely see you soon. Because now you don't have to go, well, where are you going to go this week? You're going to go to the Harp. You're going to go to Bluefoot. You're going to go to Shakespeare's. You're going to go to Princess. You're going to go to uh, O'Brien's. All great places. Now we know, like, where the soccer community is going to be. Torero Stadium starting in March, you know, that's, that's, so anybody here, great. You didn't make it. We'll see you soon because this is, this is what we're doing. We've got a club. Yeah, we have a club. It's amazing. And for the next couple of months leading up to March of 2020, uh, we'll have the opportunity on this podcast to really go behind the scenes with the club, introduce you to a lot of people, uh, whether they're players, whether they're coaches, whether they're administration, um, whether it's just someone different altogether. You, you've heard from Landon. Uh, we definitely want to go behind the scenes with a lot of the people that are going to help support and represent this new club in San Diego. So we're going to make a big effort our, here on the podcast to do just that, try to incorporate USL San Diego as much as possible. Hopefully you hear from players once roster announcements get decided. Uh, we'll have a reaction, of course, with team name and colors and all that fun stuff. So. It's going to be fun being very involved with the club, and uh, we look forward to all the fun that's going to be had because there's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Jordan, uh, great to have you back. Good to be back. We missed you. The podcast suffered greatly in your absence. Okay. We'll do another one of these later in the week. Yeah, we need I, to recap Champions League and we, we Barkley's penalty kick. We need to recap everybody, including Jordan. It's hysterical. Tried to take the ball from Ross Barkley today. <laughs> yeah. The manager should have taken the ball. The manager would have actually put it in the back of the net instead of the moon like Barkley did. I, I can't stop watching that clip. I've never seen someone be so deterred from taking a penalty by so many of his teammates, and he just still says, no, I got this. It's my glory. And then he just puts it on the moon. Well, to be fair, Valencia just got beat 5-2 by Barcelona over the weekend and fired its manager less than a week ago. So what would you really expect? <laughs> I thought at least a point. I get nothing. Can't even get a point at home. I can't believe I was excited. You'll never get a better time to beat Valencia than you had today. I thought I was excited to have Chelsea back in Champions League. Instead, I was just reminded that it's more fun to win Europa. Oh, whatever. We got a USL club. We do. We do. All right, let's go hang out with those people. Subscribe. Again, thank you to our sponsors, 3 Punk Ales in Chula Vista, and also to Sport Clips, where it's good to be a guy. That is great to be a guy. It is. We'll talk to you later. Subscribe. Instagram, we did a live video. You can check out the announcement and all that fun stuff. We'll chat soon. Peace.